is uh, This is Joe Cole. This is Ruben Loftus Cheek, and you're listening to the London, the London is Blue podcast. All right, Chelsea fans. So a little bit of a special part, special episode of the London is Blue podcast. Dan, one of your hosts here. No, Brandon, he's off doing something else. But Nick is alongside me as well. And Nick, we have two special guests. People are mostly, hopefully, familiar with them as we talk a little bit about some of the exciting work that they're doing that we would hope every Chelsea supporter is getting a chance to take in as well. Hey, you, you've heard them before talking about their new series, The Blueprint. Obviously, welcome back, Kerry Levy and Gary Hayes. Uh, boys, how are we doing? And uh, what kind of shenanigans are you up to now? Well, we're doing all right because um, we're living in the past, which is a good thing. <laughs> Just a little bit, just a little <laughs> yeah, bit. It's, it's yeah. actually therapeutic. It's um, we're going, and actually, we were saying this just the other day because um, we're like, this series has taken so long to do, but that's probably a good thing because now is the right time to be releasing it for many reasons. One being that it's twenty years since um, Abramovich bought Chelsea, but also it's probably the perfect time when things are the way they are to look back and reflect on what an incredible thirty-year period has been. Well, before we get into that, how was the reaction to the Ken Bates tapes that you released a little bit ago? Uh, how was the uh, the vibe around those before we get into your new uh, little spinoff? Oh, that that was incredible. I'm honestly, you we couldn't quite believe just how many people got into it, just how many people hadn't heard Ken Bates talk, uh, had not known so many facets of the club. It it was. It felt like we were kind of like the new historians bringing history to life again. Uh, and it it was really, or Ken really telling it as he can, still can do at the age of 91, like nobody else. Uh, and yeah, we, the, the reaction's been amazing. Uh, and it's given us real impetus, which is why we've, we've come on here today to talk about the next surprise little drop that we're going to do, which uh, I'll let Gary take you through in a second. But yeah, the, the reaction's been fantastic. It's been phenomenal. And we're so happy that people are enjoying what we're doing. And we're, we're glad to hear that that's the way that it was taken by a lot of people. I think, again, we were waiting for this for a while. We've been talking to Gary about this for a really, really long time, too. And the, the build up to it as well had, uh, you know, it was, it was a long rollout to getting it across the line, but I think all of us enjoyed those first two episodes. And now the official launch still is a little ways off for the full series. But, Gary, you're coming back with another two-part banger to just keep people satiated appropriately until the full series release happens. Yeah, so the, the full series release will be on the 31st of May when we release two episodes that day, and then it's going to be a one a week thereafter until the series runs for eight episodes. We're gagging, gagging to release that. Um, and we're still working on it now because what happened after the Ken Bates tapes was um, incredible response. And um, I didn't expect it um, because you get caught in your own bubble, right? And you think that what you're doing is the best thing ever. Um, but then we were releasing, and I just thought, oh, look, it's a nice soft launch just to give people a taste of what's coming, although it's just a straight interview. There is, you know, the main series is going to be narrative-driven. Um, and then the response we had was incredible, and everyone kept asking, oh, you've done the Bates tapes. Are you doing anything about Matthew Harding? And for those who are unaware, you'd have to forgive my ignorance here, 
um, by suggesting people might not be aware, but Matthew Harding was um, one of us. He was um, a Chelsea fan that loved the club, um, but I don't know what your financial situation is. But he was in one of the uh, he was the, one of the top one hundred richest people in the UK. Um, he had done very well for himself from working in the city of London, and he invested in Chelsea and um, he rebuilt the North Stand. So. What happened when Matthew Harding came on board in 1993 at Chelsea, um, the Chelsea pitch owners just, had just been launched. And as you would have heard in the Ken Bates tapes, um, he got involved because he bought a share in the Chelsea pitch owners. And um, from there, he became more involved at Chelsea and he ended up investing £5 million to rebuild the old North Stand, which is now the Matthew Harding stand. Um so that was the beginning of his involvement at Chelsea in an official capacity, but he'd been a lifelong fan. And um, we just got approached by people on the back of the Ken Bates tape saying, you know, we're we're ready to talk. Um, we're ready to talk publicly about our friend Matthew Harding. Um, so one thing we've been keen to stress to everyone that's been involved in this is that we, when people came to us, we said, we're not interested in doing Bates versus Harding. Um, I think that story has been done. You can go through any amount of archive to tell that story and you can go and Google it and you can read about it. The whole point of the blueprint is we want to cast new light on the modern history of Chelsea. So there's a story we know, but there's so much more that we don't. So we sat down with people close to Matthew in his private life and his professional life. And we just said to them, look, what are you, what do you want to tell us? And they told us stuff and I nearly fainted. Um, and I phoned Kerry, excited, going, oh my God, you never guessed what was going to happen at Chelsea in the 90s. Um, and that's led to the Matthew Harding tape. So what we've done now is um, we've released, we're, we're releasing um, this Wednesday on the 17th of May, we're releasing a two-part special, uh, the Matthew Harding tapes. Um, one episode is, so it's in a similar style to what we did with Ken, one episode is with Matthew Harding's lawyer and friend, who is a chap called David Cooper, who makes a very brief appearance at the end of um, the first, uh, sorry, the second episode of Ken Bates, because we'd interviewed him before. Um, so he was his friend and lawyer, and he sheds new light on Matthew's involvement with Chelsea, but also, which Kerry will talk about, um, we want to talk about the personal side to the man because people don't know enough about him. So we sat down with his friend, um, who his name is Mark Killick, who's never spoken publicly before either. And when Matthew died, um, Mark was the one of the executors of the will. So Mark was heavily involved in Matthew's estate. So he has told us incredible stuff. And on the back of that, we've spoken to um, five other people that didn't want to go on the record, but we've spoken to them to get insight, which will, we will be revealing more on that in the main series but what you're going to get on the 17th of may is these two episodes about matthew harding and his involvement at chelsea um and his plans for chelsea and what that would have involved all right everybody you probably know what my voice means it's editor jake it means we're going to jump to an advertisement real quick thank you so much to our sponsors they keep the show going allow us to do what we do we'll be right back are you missing out on your favorite shows because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Well, let me introduce you to NordVPN. If you're bored of the US Netflix, why not just take it for a spin in the UK? Using NordVPN and a click of a button, you can do just that. No need to travel to Japan for your favorite anime when NordVPN brings it right to you with 5,000 plus servers. No show is out of your reach. Using my link, nordvpn.com forward slash London is blue. You can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan 
with one month free. We all love to binge, but privacy is a big deal too. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. They've also doubled down on keeping you safe with their new threat protection feature. Say goodbye to intrusive website ads and malware. Even if you download an infected file, threat protection kicks in and deletes it before it makes a mess of your computer. Don't forget, there's literally no risk to you with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Give it a try. And if you like it, great. If you don't, they'll issue a refund and you can pretend the entire situation never happened. Check it out. My link, nordvpn.com forward slash London is blue to get your subscription started today. So I, I guess the question I have for both of you is, you know, obviously the legacy of Matthew Harding looms large. Obviously, I think anytime a person uh, is taken too soon, their legacy grows and can quadruple overnight. It, is there anything that you learned through these tapes that utterly surprised you or changed your point of view on who he was as a person or who he was as a professional? I think what became apparently clear is how we've lost sight of the man and, the, and perhaps have lost sight as to why he did this. He did this investment into Chelsea by putting in the five million to build the North Stand because he loved Chelsea. And what we've gone to do is to flesh out the human so that we can get away that, as Gary says, the argument with Bates and Harding, that's just business. That That's become the overriding factor of that whole relationship. And I think everyone can be prone to forgetting the fact that when you think of modern Chelsea, we wouldn't be where we are today without Bates, without Abramovich, and without Harding. He is an important side of a triangle. Without his investment at that time, when no one else was going, hey, Ken, let me put money into the club, he was there. He was like, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm quite wealthy. And I can invest in, in the club that I love and adore. And so begun, begun this, when you think about it, it's it such a small period of life. He was at Chelsea, three years or whatever. And his life was taken tragically far too soon. But wow, what a ride for those three years. And we are left with that legacy of the stand. And what we want to do is just make people look up at the stand. And when they see the Matthew Harding stand, they go, okay. Now I'm starting to learn a bit more about the man. But yeah, the thing that really surprised me is just how much of a Chelsea fan he was. And you forget this. We all are so used to so many people being in the boardroom and it's business and they're doing this and they're doing that. This man was there. We're going through photos and archives of, of things like him in the director's box, leaping up when Chelsea score a goal when all the directors are meant to be really well behaved. And there's the wonderful uh, stuff from when they were away at Coventry and he's with, he's with his son, Joel, and they're celebrating a goal together. All these sort of things, you start going, there is a man behind this thing that everyone talks about, the argument between Bates and Harding, the battle for Stamford Bridge. It was just business. There was somebody who was deeply blue through to the core of him, and that's Matthew Harding, and that's the story we're trying to tell. But... As an addition to that, the thing that blew my mind was his plans for Chelsea. And when people listen, they're going to understand that 
Chelsea went in a direction in 2003, which is the story we're telling, right? And this is the beautiful thing about documentaries. You start off telling one story and you realise that story that you thought you were telling changes, which is what's happened with the blueprint. Um, and that we, what we've realised since we released the Ken Bates tapes is we were telling the wrong story to a certain degree. And in the last four weeks, we've changed an element of that because the Chelsea we know that pivoted in the direction it did in 2003 was going to go in a very, very different direction in 1996. So maybe, can't give it all away, right? Like we're not giving away the spoilers to the end of the episode here. We want everybody to be surprised, but we do want to drop some breadcrumbs to bring them down the path. When you talk about this idea that Chelsea was going to be going in a different direction, maybe caveat it by like how many degrees? Are we talking like a 90 degree, 180 degree? Or are we talking I would say 180 degrees. 180 degrees. I'll go 182. <laughs> and what but what Chelsea were gonna do what Chelsea did in 2003, they were gonna do in 1996. So we know how Chelsea changed football in 2003. People know what happened there. And we're telling the inside story of that with the people that were involved in 2003 onwards. But what we've got here is the fact that this was going to happen in 1996. So Matthew Harding's story involving Chelsea goes beyond the 5 million that he put in. Because the way that came about as well, just to sort of bring people up to speed on that, is some of this in the Bates takes. But... Ken Bates wanted to raise five five million pounds to build the um the re rebuild the North Stand. Sorry, Brighton has just gone two 0 up. Arsenal choking. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no reason to excuse pausing for that, Gary. That's an exciting. Thing. I was just going to say, you know, like Chelsea, you know, some things never change. Chelsea changed. Arsenal didn't. They choked. Um, so um, where was I? Yeah. So Ken Bates. Um, he, he wanted to get 10 people to invest £500,000 in Chelsea to build the North Stand. Matthew Harden came in and went, I'll just give you the 5 million. You don't need 10 people to use me. Um, but then there was more that he wanted to do beyond that. And his story, beyond the personal side of it, that we're going to be telling more of the personal stuff in the main series because we've spoken to other people that we're not revealing who we've spoken to yet because we want to surprise people when they hear the story. Because again, it's... It's more people that have never spoken on the record. But um, he his story at Chelsea involves UK prime ministers and well-known billionaires. Um, and we've approached both of them as well. And we've got comment from both of them as well for the Matthew Harden tapes. Um, so it's, just, it's, it's incredible. It really is incredible. And it just shows that Chelsea were very much the moment, it, although people don't look at it and they think, oh, you've got no history, you're this, you're that. The story, as you're going to hear it, is that Chelsea were doing things that no one else was trying or doing or even could contemplate in the mid-90s. And we ended up doing it in 2003 with Abramovich, but it could have happened very much sooner. And that would have involved a different name for the stadium, different sponsors on the shirts, everything. So is this a story of like, pre-innovation i guess like are we are we are you fully committing that this would have been you know had had he been able to see out the vision which of course he tragically tragically was not able to do 
that this would have blown the doors off of what yeah. happened in 2003. Yeah, we would have done it earlier. He, I, he was a modern thinker. I think that's what we're getting out of this, is that even though Harding understood that it was probably not enough to be a millionaire to take a club to where it needs to go, that look around now, a millionaire doesn't buy a football club now. Very rarely, you have to be a billionaire. And I think she, I think that Matthew Harding understood this and could see the time when actually that wasn't going to be enough. So he was exploring the possibilities of how to expand the vision and understood the necessity for making sure that you were prepared for what was happening and the change that was happening in football. Now, look, we we found, I suppose, the word that comes to mind a lot that we've heard over the last few weeks with the people who knew him best who've talked to us is the word visionary. And I think that's a key word. Now, when I think of Matthew Harding, yeah, I think of him as a, a great bloke who'd have a pint with people who did things in a certain way, who had no airs and graces about him in football. But at the same time, what I'm understanding is he did something very, very unique and different in his world of business. He came up with a way of doing things that was really his visionary thought. And I think he was doing something and was working towards something. Whether he knew it or not, it could have just been subconsciously. But he was at the cutting edge of how to really handle the business side of running a football club. Okay, kind of hate to do this on such a short episode. Well, yeah, we have agreements. They keep the show going. So thank you so much to our sponsors. We'll be right back very briefly. Bet you didn't see this coming. Hope you're ready to hear editor Jake's voice for a while in the ads. <laughs> this time we're coming with Shady Rays. Kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and more. Shady Rays is a world-class sunglasses company, independently built, that'll have you thinking you're wearing some of the world's top brands that you already know with durable frames and extremely clear optics. Not only clear optics, but clear ethics as well, having donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. Something that we have done at London's Blue Podcast. So, and if you're worried you won't like your pair, they will exchange it, they'll give you a new pair, or you can return them for free within 30 days. And if you're worried you might break them, thanks to lost and broken replacements, you can get a replacement pair, no questions asked, anytime. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code LONDONISBLUE, all one word, all caps, for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's right, LONDONISBLUE, all caps, spelled just like the podcast, you know, the podcast you're listening to right now. You can see it in the title. All caps, one word, 50% off, two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try it out for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Just a quick last follow for me. Without spoiling it, just broad strokes here. How easy or difficult would it have been for Chelsea fans had his vision gone through in 1996 to understand what he was doing? Very difficult. They would have seen the good and the bad because there would have been things that he would have had to convince Chelsea fans on, which is the bad. But then they would have seen the good in terms of the people that 
he was getting involved in Chelsea. And what you've got to understand here as well with Matthew Harding is that even in death, we talk about legacy, even in death, he was dictating what happened at Chelsea. Because what people need to understand is that when he died, his investments that he had put into Chelsea while he was alive had been turned into share equity while he was alive. And he owned around 23% of Chelsea. So you don't sell Chelsea in 2003 without Matthew Harden say so. So that's another thing to consider, right? That's amazing. So the stage has been set. The two episodes are dropping this week on Wednesday, the 17th. The full series starts on the 31st of May. So as the Premier League season comes to a close, Chelsea supporters, <laughs> mercifully for Chelsea supporters, uh, unfor- very unfortunately, but happy for us, for Arsenal supporters, um, that There'll be plenty of content coming out for the entirety of the summer, it sounds like, for Chelsea supporters, for the blueprint. Um, just me, how excited are you for people to hear the whole thing? And then what is the one thing that you hope Chelsea supporters take away from the full series once it launches uh, at the end of the month? Well, I guess what what I think is we can nearly get everyone through to the beginning of next season. Not quite. I think we fall a couple of weeks short but there'll be enough Chelsea stories to keep you entertained. And I I just hope that people listen to this, you know, and realise just what a rich modern history we have, what we've created. This is only a pause in everything that's going on this year. These sort of things, these resets have to happen. And this series hopefully will have a feel-good factor for every Chelsea fan. What do you think, Gary? What, what, yeah, what, what we've always said about this, and we said it when we were on here talking about the Ken Bates stuff, because this was never the intention to do the hard and stuff. It just came on the back of that. But the one thing we've wanted to get across is that, um, you know, people are going to understand why they support the club that they do. I know, obviously, everyone has a reason as to why they started supporting them, but then you're going to understand just sort of Chelsea's place in modern football and you're not hearing me ram that down your throat. It's not Kerry ramming it down your throat. It's actually the people that were there doing it. Um, And with the Matthew Harding stuff, we never dreamt that we would get the access that we've got. Um, We never dreamt we'd be able to tell this story because unfortunately for him, you know, his story ended way too prematurely. The guy was just 42 years old. It was an incredible tragedy. And, um, when you think about him being stopped in his tracks, it makes you realise, though, just the, the momentum that Chelsea were building. And um, hopefully that comes across. And just to reinforce the fact that this Harding tapes and the story we're telling isn't about responses or putting people against each other. It's just telling a story, we believe, in the right way to show you support this club and this is why you support them. Well, that is going to do it. We thank you so much, Gary and Kerry, for coming on to give us some additional information and the sneak peek as to what's coming later this week. Remember, you can find it at The Blueprint, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. You should go check it out. But thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Nick, for hanging around, too, so that we could uh, get this across the line and celebrate Arsenal bottling it again together. What a glorious way to spend a bit of our Sundays. But that's going to do it here. And until next time, Chelsea fans, you know what to do. Keep the blue flag flying high.